Did y'all miss me dropping jewels? Let's get into this theme song real quick. Then we're gonna come right back. to everyone in the building. Thank y'all for tuning in. As y'all know, I've been missing. <laughs> Get these vocals together. You know. Sip on this hot tea. So today's topic is about love and or jealousy. So, um, I had a question in last week's show. It was very, I, I mean, I know y'all been waiting for me to upload my shows on YouTube, but my video editing software has really been tripping. Um, I don't know if it's because of the software or like because they upgraded. I don't know what's going on, but I end up getting a new computer. I'm um, selling my old computer, which is nothing's wrong with that, but I just, you know, I, I, I don't want to have two computers, four screens. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have a running the goddamn. Um, 
uh, yeah, what you call that? One of those uh, computer rooms that got all those screens and stuff in it. Definitely don't want to do that. So, good morning to everybody that's in the building. I have um, the gray area and DJ Push Play. Good morning to you guys. So, this morning, once again, this morning's topic is about love and or jealousy. Y'all know I do my small talk first before I get into the topic. Um, this morning show may not be as long because I'm still feeling like a tad. I got my voice back, but I'm still kind of feeling like a tad bit under the weather. So I might do just an hour instead of an hour and 30 minutes. But if you miss any of my shows from now on, they will be on my YouTube channel. Hey, Lachey, Nicole. I've been missing, girl. Your girl done fucked around and caught the goddamn ooh-wee. <laughs> Girl, I got these focus back. I'm trying to keep these things moisturized and together. So let me drop my use. Um, girl, let me tell you what you do. Let me drop my YouTube channel just in case you guys miss any of my shows. Most of my shows are an hour and 30 minutes to two hours. Most of the time, I don't know how long your attention span is, but conversations is real deep. Um, let me tell you what you need to do. You need to get you some licorice root tea. No, matter of fact, get you some ginger tea, some real honey. Uh, excuse me, don't do cough drops. Cough drops dries your vocal cords out, dries your throat out. Um, get you some ginger root tea. Get you some vitamin C tablets. Get you some honey. And you drink ginger tea like three times a day and take your vitamin C once a day. And it's going to take a little time for it to get out, but... And then get you some use the next DM too. And when I tell you, you're gonna be feeling on top of the world. Girl. What is hot tidies? I don't even know what that is. Good morning to Jacquees Jordan. We have a new listener this morning. He's gonna be in for he or she may be in for a treat this morning because they ain't never seen this in my show. And y'all know I always get it lit. So enough of the small talk. So, uh, the question I had in last week's show, um, somebody asked this question. Um, it says, so how can we discuss love without jealousy? And I wanted to get into that and make that a topic because a lot of times when you're talking about love and jealousy, it goes hand in hand. And the reason I say that is because a lot of people will misconfuse love for jealousy and jealousy for love. And the type of generation that we're in today, loyalty has no, I mean, it's not a thing anymore. Love, loyalty, respect, it's not a thing anymore. Like, it seems to me, it's a hot drink with whiskey, lemon, honey, and it's supposed to sweat and toss it out. Oh, girl, do that, girl. Girl, do that. Because I, okay, let me, I'm going to pause the story for a second. Yeah, it's off topic. I remember when I had a cold and I had to go to work. Girl, I bought me some gin. My grandma told me to bought me some gin with some tea and wrap up and turn the heat on. But when I tell you, I sweated my life out. But I woke up feeling hella good. Hella fucking good. And so, um, anyway, back to the topic. So, like I said, nowadays, the word loyalty respect it has no value in it nowadays it holds no it holds nothing so with that being said love is misconfused for jealousy and jealousy is misconfused with love nowadays yes girl girl i tell you that's life that's life but anyway um 
me personally, uh, I'm gonna give you a personal experience of mine that I have had with love and jealousy. Um, once again, the question is, so how can we discuss love without jealousy? And uh, the person that asked this question, I don't think they're here. No, they're not here. But um, so uh, here it goes. My personal experience. Okay, so they, this person may hit this goddamn radio station with all the fuck well because once I blow up and I get to a certain stature in life, a lot of a lot of videos and things with me probably gonna surface and uh. <laughs> A lot of you know how it is when you get famous. I'm not gonna speak that into existence. Let, let's not, let's not, because I always say that let's not speak that into existence. But a lot of people gonna go back and look at my old stuff and listen to how I used to talk and how I used to be and stuff like that. So this is probably gonna get hurt. But anyway, I had a friend. We was we was friends for a very very long time, and um. I never understood like the fat jokes and all this stuff and I always show love. I ain't never, you know, so I'm that friend that's like, shit, you know, you want to go out, you ain't got no money, come slide, come on, I'm going to take care of you, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I, I, I've always tried to be a good friend or a good person, good shoulder to lean on, good person to hang out with and, you know, just be myself, you know what I'm saying? Make you feel comfortable being yourself. And so... This friend, I don't know, she always came with the fat jokes. Like, you know, I've always been like a thicker girl. I ain't never been like no small girl. I've always been dark, big, you know what I'm saying? Um, back in the day, I ain't had no good, you feel me? And I was all just, eh, but you know, because it comes with, you know, the, the stomach comes with good eating time and, of course, the baby fat. I still got my baby fat, you know. She was like, you don't supposed to say that. Your baby almost hot. She four years old. Yeah, it's still baby fat because I never got rid of that shit. But, um, yes, you got to have an open mind. So, <laughs> ha, so we end up just, we was friends for years and I never understood the fat jokes and, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to embarrass me in front of people and just try to ridicule me and say little shit and turn around and apologize and, you know, until I met my child's father and he was telling me like, she's jealous of you. I'm like, how is she jealous of me? Like, she got a man, she got a baby, look at that. Apartment combo for work, you know what I'm saying? He gives her her whole check. Like, how could she be jealous of me? You know what I'm saying? But then time around, I say, I love you, friend. And I love you, girl. And all this and all that. And I was in my business, I was in my face. So I, I soon realized that what he was saying was true. And as time went on, as things went on, you know, I did come to find out that she was jealous. And it was a love and jealousy thing. So when we say, how can we discuss love without jealousy? Is discussing love without jealousy possible? Yes, it is. Because love is not jealousy. Love is not what most people think love is. I, I, um, You know, I usually do a clip. I usually play a clip and I need to play a song really quickly. Hey, Jada. While I go get this clip. But, um... I want, I want to play this clip on what love is because a lot of people get love confused in so many different ways and so many different arrays of life. People think love is abuse. People think love is all kind of stuff when it's, love is only what it is. And I have this clip that I want to play in it and it, it was defining love. It was about this couple. They've been together like 50 something years. 50 something years they've been together. 
And uh, when they asked what made them stay together, the answer was very unique. And a lot of times, these people people nowadays, you know, love is like, oh, I, I, like, I love what he got. Oh, I love what he can do for me. But it's never... I love that person for that person. I'm willing to go through that person with their flaws or their changes or none of that stuff. So when you're in a relationship, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. When you're in a relationship with somebody, they can be jealous of you. And I will tell you a little bit about a situation that I had while I was dating someone, and I thought they may have been jealous of me. Um, I had no hard proof, but the action showed. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this song really quickly. I'm going to run in here and get my other phone. So I can play you this clip and then we're going to go into the depths of love and jealousy and you guys can chime in, tell me what you think. Um, once again, if you miss any of my shows, I will be uploading my shows on YouTube, uploading my shows on YouTube, on my YouTube channel right now. Uh, I'm still working on last week's shows because my video editing software wants to act like an ass. So I'm going to have to figure out another way to upload my videos. Um... Or my radio segments, basically. So, you guys, make sure y'all stay tuned. Right now, we're going to get into a song. I'm going to play this song by, um... And if you have any songs you want to request, like, it has love and jealousy in it at the same time, like, go ahead and request those songs. Or, you know, um, whatever. Whatever song is pertaining to this subject. So, what I'm got to do right now... We're going to get into this song called Love by Music Soul Child. When I'm going to play a few minutes of it while I go get this um this recording. We're going to come back, play this recording, and then we're going to talk more about love and jealousy. You're listening to Ruby Ju Radio, only on Station Head. Uh, yes, let's get into it. Let's see if I can find this. Last week's topics was so... um. Let's see. Last week's topics were were music so child. Last week's topics were so intense, like people was really going here like getting it in. You know what I'm saying? And um this way y'all gotta start tuning in to my station. Of course it's gonna be a little slow today because I haven't been on here, I've been missing, but you know I gotta be in my audience back up, get it, stay consistent. And we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, people who are new to the station and what to do for your shows and all that stuff. So, right now, let's get into this song by Music Soul Child called Love. I'm going to go get this, um, going to go get my phone so I can play this clip for you guys. We'll get more into Love and Jealousy. So, let's get into it. Peace. 
It's not Wednesday. It's not Tuesday. It's not Monday. It is my day. So, <laughs> so let's get into it. Stop saying I love you. Seriously, it's the most misused phrase on earth. It's a nice thing to say to someone, but tell me, do you mean it? A lot of people say it because it's convenient, but tell me, do you really mean it? A reporter asked an elderly couple, how did you manage to stay together for 65 years? The woman's reply blew me away. She said, we were born in a time when if something was broken, we would fix it, not just throw it away. Hearing her words made me pause for a second. No, no more than just a second, because it made me realize that what most people call love today isn't love at all. It's possession. And not to be a cynic, but I feel most people in our generation just don't know the difference. So if you're confused, then stop saying I love you. Don't even fix your lips to make the sound. You want to know the difference between love and possession? Well, stay tuned as I break it down. I don't know why I have an ad. This is good. Hold on, hold on. I didn't know I had ads. I'm sorry, y'all. Crazy. Okay, it's starting back now. Sorry, I didn't know I had an ad in it. Guess I break it down. Contrary to popular belief, true love is not blind. It has 20-20 vision. 
And a loving relationship is not 50-50 either. It is 100-100, a total commitment. It's not a trade or a balancing act. It is all chips on the table, your whole heart, and that's that. Do not fall into the trappings. Love says, I want you to be happy. Possession says, I want you to make me happy. Because possession is actually the opposite of love. Its other name is addiction. Love has an alias too. It goes by understanding and commitment. See, while possession says me, love says we. Possession is a cage. Love is the sea. Possession wants to control. Love wants to free. Possession wants to become. Love wants to be. Possession keeps receipts to remember his good deeds. Love does not keep score, but remembers we are on the same team. Possession hardens the heart. Love softens it. Possession picks a flower out of the ground, but love waters it. Possession wants to hide. Love is vulnerable and exposed. Possession sees the body. Love sees the soul. Love trusts the process. Possession controls the direction. Possession wants to win the argument. Love desires to win connection. Possession is filled with darkness. Love with sunlight. Possession says who's right. Love says what's right. Love is not sweaty palms or a pounding heart. No, it's more of a calm explosion. Possession destroys those who touch it. Love heals all who hold it. Possession is counterfeit. Love is the only truth. Possession fades away. Love is forever because it is absolute. But look, nothing is perfect. Even love needs to be fed. A daily dose of forgiveness, understanding, not just those empty words said. So are you willing to persevere through tough times and choose love every single day? Are you willing to fix things that are broken, not just throw them away? If you said yes, I promise your love will last a lifetime and every day will feel brand new. Just do me one favor. Please respect the word love and say it only to those you truly do. Now that was phenomenal. That was beautiful. So that was a definition of love. And when we talk about love, jealousy, and, and, and possession, that goes hand in hand. Um, a lot of people, like he said, a lot of people get love mixed up with jealousy and possession and vice versa. So I early in the show, if you just joined, thank you for tuning in. Um, if you miss, like I say all the time, miss any parts of my show, I will be uploading all of my shows that I have done in the recent week um to my youtube channel so bear with me because i've been having issues with my video editing software but um like i said before i had a friend and you know we was friends for years we've been friends since you know childhood we you know lost touch got back in touch and she would make fat jokes and you know black jokes and because of the color of my skin and just all kind of stuff you know and when i met my baby my child's father he's my child's father now at the time he wasn't he informed me that that's a form of jealousy and I'm thinking to myself, what can you be jealous of? You know, I I love you. I love you. I love you. DJ Push Play is the best. And I was thinking to myself, like, what can you be jealous of? But you never know. People are jealous of the smallest things. People are jealous of your happiness. People are jealous because you have style. People are jealous because people are drawn to you. People are jealous because you have a talent or a creativity that can make you possibly or uh, that have or that will make you massive massive amounts of money 
people are jealous because you have ambition that they don't have, but they tell you that they love you and they care for you and they want you to do this and do that, but it's really just secret jealousy. And I wanted to touch on that. And, you know, once again, the question was, so how can we discuss love without jealousy? You can discuss love without jealousy. I just, excuse me, I just played a clip about how you can discuss love without jealousy. Now, the question should be, how can you discuss love without possession? Because, like he said, people get love and possession, you know, misconstrued. If I love you, I want an understanding of who you are so I can understand how to be a better person for you. You know, I don't want you to make me happy. I'm already happy. I just want you to add on to my happiness. Love is understanding. Love is not knowing. But you know you want to spend your future with this person. Or even if it's just a friend, you know you want to be that person's friend for a long time. So you're trying to understand, you know what I'm saying, what the unknown is. Or understand, why, you know, them, period, as a person. Possession is more like, you're going to make me happy. You're going to do this for me. You know, possession is more of control. Jealousy is more of, let me look up the definition of jealousy because I don't want to, there's lots of definitions of jealousy. Right now, I'm in front of my computer and we're going to look up the word jealousy. If I can spell it right. Definition of jealousy. The definition of jealousy, is, you know, it says the state of being jealous. Okay, what is that? What does that mean? Generally refers to the jealousy generally refers to the thoughts of feelings of insecurity, fear, concern, and envy over relative lack of possession, status, or something of great personal value, particularly in reference to a comparator or a rival or a competitor. So basically, a lot of people who mistake love for jealousy and jealousy for love they have insecurities about themselves and like i just said fear of the unknown being concerned with things that don't concern them now you can't have a good type of jealousy but i believe all jealousy is not people say i'm gonna look up the definition of good people say good type of jealousy what do you mean good type of jealousy like oh i'm jealous like when somebody say i'm jelly like um Okay, so the, the, it does say it's two types of jealousy. Like when somebody like, oh, I'm jealous, girl, you got your shit together, I'm jealous. But they not like bad, they like mad, they not mad jealous. They just like, you know, I don't know how to explain it. But we about to get into it right now. What are the types of jealousies? Let's see. Um, is it going to tell me the types of jealousies? Okay, there are two main categories of jealousy, normal and abnormal. However, there are some basic labels that can be attached to all forms of jealousy they include romantic jealousy i've dealt with that this may be the most frequent type of normal jealousy that people experience the first fight that romantic couples have typically involves jealousy according to the report by pbs night business reporter um let's see power of work jealousy friendly jealousy that's what i'm looking for so friendly jealousy this occurs when someone is afraid of losing a friend to an interlooper. So I just feel like all jealousy is is, is jealousy. Um, TJ, who's like, what you laughing at? <laughs> good type of jealousy, because I feel like okay. So people say the good type of jealousy. When I I feel like there's no such thing as good type of jealousy. What do you mean good type of jealousy? Because anything with jealousy in it to me is not good. So jealousy. It's a good type of jealousy. How are you 
happily insecure or how you happily fear. Like, that doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm jealous, girl. Because I girl. No, that's like, I'm happy for you, but I wish it was me. Still jealousy. Because that can turn into something else. I'm happy for you, but why not me? Still jealousy. Um, I, I've experienced that type of jealousy before myself. Like, damn, I'm happy for her, but why? And why ain't happy to me? You know, when you go into asking yourself those questions, you come to realize that you don't know yourself as well as you thought you knew yourself. And you don't understand life and the future and destiny and all these things as well as you thought you did. Because if something good happens to somebody and you question why that ain't happened to me, that means that, one, you don't know your destiny or you're not trying to... I'm going to say you don't know your destiny, but I can't say that. You don't know your destiny. You don't know anything about time and how divine timing works. Um, that's two. And number three, you're feeling insecure about yourself because you feel like it happened to them at that point in time. But that point in time may have just been their time. And one of the reasons why I don't get into jealousy or uh, do this envy thing, and I was always talking about be jealous of people, be envy of people, because there's always something greater and better and greater out there. I don't know if that sounds right. Greater, better, you know, how you want to put it. Um, they always say get greater later. So when I see somebody that blows up with their singing or blows up with something, I don't say, damn, I wish that was me. I want to be like, well, what the hell did they do to get to that point? And who they came across? And who did me? I have those type of questions. What was the process? Because you know, I'm falling in love with the process of being an artist. I'm falling in love with the process of being who I am. So I want to figure out, like, I was looking at, I want to be a YouTube star plus a, a R&B star. So I'm looking like, ooh, I'm going, I'm not saying, damn, it must be nice to be her. I'm not doing that. It's being pitiful. It's being insecure about yourself. I'm going in and actually figuring out what the process is. I'm watching different videos trying to figure out what process, what steps did she take to get 230,000 followers and a million views. What steps did she take? So, when I, when I see people feeling jealous or being jealous, I feel like they're insecure by themselves. They don't know themselves. And they don't understand divine timing. Divine timing is, boom, real worth, right. Divine timing is knowing that when your time comes, it is divine and that's meant for your time. You're walking your time. See, a lot of times when people do things before their time, it doesn't work out. And that's why you have a lot of people that force fame and force this, this, that, and the third. And it doesn't work out for them because it wasn't their time. Divine timing can last anywhere from now to 15 years. It can last anywhere from now to two months. You know what I'm saying? So you never know. But while you're in the divine time and walking and embrace it. Now, a lot of times when people are in divine time and the word love come up. Oh, I love your this and I love how you do this and I love how you do that. Um, a lot of times when people say love, they really mean like. They really have a very fascinating like for that. They really don't have a love for it. Because if they had a love for it, then they wouldn't say they love it. They would just understand it more. And they wouldn't ask you to certain things or do the certain things that they do. Because they'll have an understanding. Um, when I say I just love my computer, I have an understanding for my computer. That's why I love it. I can go in. I can do what I need to do. I can maneuver. You know what I'm saying? I try not to say I love to put, you know, put um, materialist, materialistic things because, you know, they don't, this, they're material. They can be here one day and gone the next, just like we can. Excuse me. So, we talk about love. That's a whole nother, it's all types of love. So, let's get this understood, number one. 
Um, from what I'm researching, it's all types of jealousy. Now, I've been in a, in a romantic jealousy. Oh, excuse me, y'all. I've been in a... Um, good morning, good morning, Arthur Ego. If anybody want to come up and chime in, I know DJ Pushplay, you have your class. If you wanted to come up and chime in, I definitely would appreciate your input and your thought. But um, I've been in a romantically jealous relationship, and this shit was kind of weird as fuck to me because I'm like, how the fuck you jealous of somebody that's giving you pussy? You know? And how the fuck are you jealous? And everything I get, I share with you. Is it because that I am making more money than you? I have more uh, stability than you? You feel like I have more of the upper hand because everything is in my name and I own everything? Well, whose fault is that? That's not my fault. Well, it's my fault for getting with your ass, but it ain't my fault, you know what I'm saying, for having these possessions, you know what I mean, to accommodate my lifestyle or to accommodate me during my time of process to be great. That's not my goddamn fault. That's your motherfucking fault because you ain't get your shit together. And so it was just kind of a weird thing, and I was with that person for a good minute, and, and when we're now, you know, now that I'm a little older and I look back on that, that motherfucker was jealous. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. That's crazy as hell. How? And you know, when I was in that romantic relationship, somebody brought that to my attention. I'm like, nah, that don't even sound right. Like, your friends jealous of you. Your family is jealous of you. That's why they rival with you and shit like that. Not your man. Not somebody you fucking and sucking and sleeping with and cooking hamburgers for at 3 a.m. You know, because you love them and you when I every time I love somebody, I love them to an understanding. I want to understand what it takes to be with you. I want to understand, you know, how can we conquer these barriers in life? I'm not nowhere near jealous of your ass. You was a whole man. And if a man is jealous of a woman, something is serious. And they say don't believe in mental this. I say sometimes I don't believe in mental health because I believe people train themselves to be crazy. But baby, something serious around with you. Your mama got there. Your mama must have dropped you in your head or something. If you jealous of a woman and you're a goddamn man, you got to be fucking out your nuggets, okay? And it was just weird as hell. And for you, those of you who just joining in, good morning, alter ego. We are talking about love and or jealousy. How love gets confused with jealousy and jealousy gets confused with love and possession. And people confuse love, possession, and jealousy. They confuse all those words with love, and it's really not love. And I'm just giving the uh, different definitions and background of my experiences on love and possession. And you know, now that I watched that video clip that I played, you guys, um, it's more like a lot of the relationships I was in was possessive, and I was the one that was loving. They were the one who put with, with the possession. I cannot make you happy. You're not making yourself happy, baby. How can the fuck can I make you happy, baby? If me get up at my sleep at 2 a.m. cook you hamburgers, I mean, good juicy hamburgers at that ain't love. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, you have to realize when people, a lot of times when people are conforming to you, they're going out their way. Why? Because they have some type of light, some type of feel, some type of love for you. They want to understand you, so they go out their way to do things see what your reaction is to see what you like and when you take advantage of those things it becomes possession it becomes jealousy and um it becomes a thing where you run over them and i'm not with that shit and i've had friends that were possessive i had friends that were jealous and i didn't know it i didn't know the signs until i started digging a little deeper and, and looking a little deeper sometimes you got to pay attention you got to pay attention attention like you got to pay attention but then on top of that pay attention 
Because the same friend you around thinking like, hey girl, I got a man girl. She praying for your downfall. She hoping that you don't get, you and your man don't work out this, that, and the third. I always, you know what I'm saying, encourage my friends to um let me see if DJ Pushback can come on. He probably can't. I always encourage my friends, like, girl, if that's your man, you love him, girl, see what it is to work out. Like, and if he beating on you and so, say, hey, yeah, leave that nigga. But if you know that that's your man and y'all in love and, and you know, all these things, you know, I say love him. I've never been that jealous type of person. I'm jealous of you for what? When I can do it, it's always better than what you got out here. You think you got great, yeah. it's always better. Good morning, DJ Push Play. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, Ruby Jew, the talk. Yes, Ruby Jew, the talk. There we go. That's my name. Yeah, I know. I know your name. I know your name. I know your game. You really on this love stuff, right? You really on it. Yes. So what is your intake on the love, jealousy, and possession thing like? You heard me play the clip, um, and a lot of people get love misconfused with possession and jealousy so what is your intake on it like do you think that stuff go hand in hand like well nowadays in time where love is jealousy and jealousy is love and possession and you know nowadays the kids and people in generation nowadays misconstrue these words tremendously yeah well i think that it's natural to want to possess right this is okay so i was talking about this this morning the three minds right and I think the way that you actually approach love, you're very logical in your approach. You want to come with an understanding and then grow from there, right? Yeah, that's how. That's that's what type of that's 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 my whole thing. Yep, that's me. Okay. Um, the other side of that is a, a more emotional way, and emotions, if you don't um, handle them, you know, then you know they'll have you acting in certain ways and possession. It's one thing in fear. It's based off of fear, right? You you fear that you won't have them anymore. Yep. I, I'm actually, I, my partner is actually, I don't know if she's here, but she's actually very possessive. Uh, she is, and we're working on it. I'm not so possessive. I'm more like you. And that's because the way that I discovered real love, I discovered in a way that we never uh, crossed the line into a romantic love. But we recognize that it was love, and we, I still love that person. And now I just met back and talked with this person maybe uh, this year, this turn of this year, after so many years of that love, of experience that together, uh, and reconciling it, we know that, okay, the possessiveness is the romantic side of it, like the possessiveness of it. But real, true love, you just want to be in. Um, it's something that you're in and you want it to grow. So that's what I like about my relationship I have with my wife. We are growing and we are in love. Um, yeah, and still, there's possessiveness in it. So I recognize her possessiveness in ways, and I'm, it is natural, because that's the emotional side of things, right? To have a possessiveness there or a feeling. Now, you have to reconcile that yourself. It's how about you have to ask yourself why are you possessive about this right why are you insecure good morning 104 what's up my people what's ruby jew thank you for having me on dj push play man yeah yes i'm great i'm enjoying the show i'm enjoying the topic i'm enjoying the knowledge spitting so yeah 
Yes. I mean, it's just like, um, I, cause somebody asked this question last week in my show. They said, so how can we discuss love without jealousy? And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't even know that was a thing. And I'm thinking, well, how can you discuss love without possession? So I did the, is it love? Is it love? Is it love? Is it jealousy? Is it possession? I know they come in all kind of forms and it's two different ways to love. It's some, a lot of ways to be jealous, but I feel like if you're jealous, you're jealous. I don't feel like there's a good and a bad jealousy. I feel like jealousy is jealousy. It's all, jealousy goes hand in hand with insecurities and fear. So, you got, how can there be a good fear? How can there be a good uh, insecurity? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe you can elaborate right. on that for me. Go ahead, what I'm for. I do have a, now that you said that, I do Go have ahead, a, um, Go ahead, fear, um, insecurity is also a mechanism of survival, right? You gotta know that. Right. So, when we're dealing with love, it's like you're putting it all on the table, like you said, Ruby, there's a fear in, in the vulnerability on if you uh, will survive, uh, will you survive past it? I mean, this is some, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> now this is why you act crazy in love, right? You act crazy in love because uh, if you feel hurt, then you feel, you may feel, you can't survive and, and you may feel, look, I need to hurt somebody else. Or I don't ever want to feel hurt again. And so I'm going to act a certain way even though I say I love you, right? This is what we're getting. These are those love games. And from there, I need to go. Unfortunately, I got a class. Okay, well, thank you, you for coming on, on DJ Push Play. I do love you guys. Yeah, we love you too, bro. Is it love or is it jealousy? <laughs> I can only help you and make you grow through my loving vibration. And I yes, sir. I hope you feel my vibration. And I hope you take it and go with it and grow on your way, on your journey. Right before you right. go, can you tell us what the waste movement is for those of the people that don't know you this story? Waste stands for wandering and surviving through everything by working and striving towards excellence. And that's everybody that I mention it to. Everybody who hears it is excellent and needs to know that. But you got to know your worth. And I think that's what Absolutely. we're talking about here. That's Absolutely. Well, thank yeah, you for coming on, DJ Push Play. I know you got to run. You're a very busy man. We're going to continue yeah. this conversation. You know, if you miss my show, yeah, you can always well. catch it on my um, YouTube channel. I'm, upload. I'm trying to figure out the best way to upload my video in the software is giving me the shits right now. So. Okay. Um, but well, you can catch all right, 104. Look, all right, big brother. I got to talk it up with you. I need to call you directly. And I yes, sir. Ruby. Do you take PayPal, Ruby, while I'm on the phone? Because my PayPal is better than my Cash App. I, I absolutely to, um, do. I, I can give you my, um, I can inbox you my PayPal information. Yeah, please do. Um, I need your services ASAP. It's going to help me continue in my excellence. Um, okay. So, uh, I love you guys. and I, I love you too, bro. Love you too. Okay. Right on. Right on. So one on four. Oh, yeah. so guys, when he says services, I do do. I'm um, sorry to cut you off. I just wanted to elaborate on that. Go ahead. Plug, when I, plug it. Plug it. <laughs> when he says plug. services, he mean uh, I do promo videos and photos. Um, 
You can go on my page, my other Instagram. I'm going to change the name to Ruby Ju Designs or Ruby Ju Visuals. So, you know, you guys can get the promo. But I have examples and work I've done. I actually always, on Wednesdays or Thursdays, give out, give out cash and promo video or photo. So, that's one of the perks of coming to my show on Thursdays. I mean, on Wednesdays and Thursdays. But, um... Anyway, 104. So, how, I mean, do you feel like you can... You Do you feel like we can't discuss jealousy without love and vice versa, or love without jealousy? I think, I think first and foremost, it is absolutely a mandatory discussion to, to have about both emotions. I think it's important to have, because here's the thing. Everybody is jealous every human being is jealous what do i mean by that we all have the emotion of jealousy it exists in every single one of us i think that it is activated by failure to communicate about it so you can definitely activate jealousy in your significant other by the way you carry on a conversation with another man and not even know that you're activating his jealousy it's not that he's jealous you're jealous we're all jealous we all got it but i think it's activated and i do think that some of us don't have a good balance as well so there are some people who don't have a good balance with their jealousy but it's like tupac said i ain't a killer but don't push me um, and I, I'm not a killer either. Neither are you, Ruby Jew. But if it came down to it, that shit be activated in you, you would do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I don't. I don't think there's a fine. So my, I guess to answer the question, I don't think there's a fine line between love and jealousy. I think love is definitely love, but there is a jealous component that's involved if you don't talk about the things that rub you the wrong way when it comes down to you dealing with the opposite sex. So me and you were dating, or you and my girl. You know, we would have to have that conversation. You know what I'm saying? If I saw some shit I didn't like, I would talk to you about it and tell you, you know, this is how it made me feel. So to not not to try to control what you do or how you do it, just to, you know, hey, look, you know, if I move this way, you know, it rubs in the wrong way. And, you know, hopefully you can understand that because if the shoe was on the other foot, then you would feel the same jealousy. So I think, yeah, I think you got to talk about it. So what about... See, I was talking about, I was talking about that because I was in a romantically jealous relationship and he was just jealous because, you know, I had an upper hand. I had more than what he had and, you know, he was supposed to be the man in the relationship, but I possessed it, you know, more of the, how can you say it? The more material. Yeah, material possession. I had the apartment, I had the car, you know, I had the job, I was going to school. He was like, he wasn't really trying to secure his future. And I'm saying to myself, how can you be jealous of me for me doing things to help me support the lifestyle that I'm living? Not saying I've lived like this last lifestyle, but I was a college student. So had to have a car to get for the school and things in the apartment to live. You know what I'm saying? So how can you get upset? Maybe, you know, I feel like that's where insecurity come in and the fear comes in. So he tried to, like, be possessive and... You know, I couldn't talk to nobody and all these different things. And I'm like, I don't feel like love is that. You can't see that's it and you love me and you you you, you trying to control me like an animal. No, that's not that's not what it is. And then I had a I, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Go, 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 go. Then I had a friend girl, you know, we was friends for a minute and she would always do the fat jokes and, you know, the black jokes and, you know, just always trying to embarrass me or make me look a certain type of way in front of people and people would still gravitate to me because people seen the outer picture, I guess you would say, like, dang, it's your friend, you talking about her like that? Like, what kind of friend is you like? You know, and so it was just like, I don't know if she was jealous of how I carried myself or how people was in, interacting with me, but it was the most weirdest thing I ever experienced in my life. And it's just like, okay, now, and it kind of steered me away from having friends. That, and she would always say, girl, friend, I love you, friend. It's nothing like that. Da, 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 you know what I'm saying? And at the time, I didn't understand, you know, what I understand now. So I'm thinking that that was love and that's what friends do when they care for you. But then I, you know, I, I was in the back of my head like, nah, friends don't do stuff like this. You know, so they say don't watch TV, but I'm like the friends, the people that's friends on TV, they argue, but they have an understanding with each other. You know what I'm saying? And so it was just like, okay, what to do with this with this situation right here? Wackiness. What happened to 104? Oh, he back. Okay, he back. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, you see him? Yeah, I can hear you. Did you hear what I was saying about my my past friend? No, because I don't know what happened. You you, you dropped off the app, and then I, I couldn't get back on, but I'm back. You, I heard you start out talking about you had a guy that was jealous of you because you had, you know, you were yeah. having your business, and he wasn't. He, he wasn't. wasn't. Yeah. And then I was right, talking about a, a homegirl that I had that was, you know, she was jealous. Come to find out, she would always, every time we go around different people, new people, she would make fat jokes. You know, she's light skinned, I'm dark skinned, she would make black jokes and try to like ridicule me. Or the last, you know, I remember one time we was in front of her cousin and we was talking and she started like shake dancing on her cousin. I'm looking at her like, what the hell going on? You know, we don't do that type of shit in my family. And so she was like, bitch, what the fuck you looking at? You mad? You jealous? I'm like, what the hell going on? And she just hauled off and slapped me and we got into a whole fucking brawl whole fight and I'm like you know what the hell going on like I didn't understand the time but it was just the fact that her cousin was giving me more attention than he was giving her he was interested in me and I guess she felt like you my friend I own you or whatever the case may be and it was just a lot of jealousy stuff going on a lot of things we had been said like we would get in front of people and she would try to like join me or ridicule me and people looking like damn that's your friend you talking to her like that and you know people started to see through that and people still gravitate to me and we'll still have a good time because i'm like i ain't studying that it's ignorant you know what i'm saying like why you still hang around her like because i always feel like somebody like that always needs somebody like me to balance them out to make them think to make them understand but i had to realize that wasn't my job yeah i can't fuck with people who who don't have control or balance with their jealous tendencies I can't fuck with them. I, I have to cut them out of my life I have to, because they have to fix that. That's the area of their life that they got to recognize, they got a problem with, and they got to get it together. Uh, it's not going to be healthy for me and you to be in a relationship where I'm jealous of you. I can't celebrate your success with you. You know what I mean? I can't. You you out there hard working, you grinding, you going to school, you working, you paying for this shit. And if I can't celebrate it with you, then you don't. You know I don't deserve to be that close to you. You know what I mean? So you got to put distance between people who are around you and who are close to you who can hurt you like that because they're so fucking jealous-hearted. You know, you, I, that's, I need people, and I was talking to my partner about this, man, me and my, my partner who wrote, 
we wrote this book together. It'll be out next month called When Life Hands You Lemons, You Hand It Back. By the way, it's available on Amazon right now for pre-order. But we we wrote this book together, man, and we, we, we feel the same way about it. It's like you can't be out there, you know, you can't hang around these kind of people. You got to get these people out of your life. You got to get away from people like that because they're not going to help you elevate. They're going to always be energy drainers and suckers. And they're going to always just bring bad energy around you. So these are people that we realize we can't have any connection to. Period. Not at all. Just, Just won't. I won't do it. I won't allow it. I won't allow that in my space. You know, um, you know, no matter, I don't care who it is. It, my mama, my brother, my sister, none of that shit. And I won't do it. Because it's, it's no, they can love you. They can, and that, I think that circles back around to the, the topic. They can love you, but they're too jealous. They, they, they don't have good balance. So they really do love you, probably, you know, but. They just can't, and that's what I was saying, me and my partner, I want to be around and connected to people that I could tell that I just bought a brand new, what, uh, if I just bought a fucking uh, Lamborghini or a fucking um, uh, Corvette, I want to be able to tell a friend that's going to celebrate that shit with me and not feel some kind of way because I got a Lamborghini. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? And so I only want to be able to talk to people that I know will celebrate with me because you can't, you can't, it's certain people. And, and that's another thing. You got certain people, you can have friends that may be jealous of you, but you know certain conversations you can't have with that friend because that friend is not going to celebrate with you. That's absolutely true. And I had to learn that the hard way, um, dealing with different people. And I'm thinking to myself, why be a friend if we can't we can celebrate like with the friends I used to have they were very one sided. I could celebrate with they they um they happiness and they were like, Oh, you jealous of me? I'm like, No, I'm not jealous of you at all because baby it's always bigger and better out there. Like what you got that is a minute to what some people has accomplished or what I'm about to accomplish to come across. And I would celebrate them. I'm like, girl, let's go out. Let's have a drink. Girl, I'm happy for you, girl. Let's get it, girl. Yes. Like, I feel like if you in my circle, you going to be great. If you great, I'm going to inspire me to be great. We all going to be great together and do great things. But they're not thinking like that. They're thinking like, I'm here and you're there. And, you know, you got to come up where I'm at. But really, we're on the same level. And when it comes to celebrating my greatness and my goodness and, you know, things I have accomplished, it's like, oh, okay, girl. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. Even my own mama, when I tell her good things, she be like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's no, what's up. I be like, damn, you're my mama. You're not happy for me? No, no, she's not. You got to see, 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 them people right there, they ain't the ones. The people, it's sad, but it's true and it's very rare that you, your family's going to be the ones to support you. These people are not going to be our cheerleaders and so we got to stop people to cheer for us you're a recording artist you're a performer your people who support you are strangers motherfuckers that you don't know the core people that that cheer for you are strangers and it's the weirdest thing to me because 
all my life I've been told, chase your dreams, do what you want to do, da 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 And when I actually put the effort and the time in behind it, and I'm actually working towards it, and I'm doing the things and the steps and falling in love with the process and knowing that results will be great. You the one who told me to follow my dreams as a child, so now I'm doing it and you're not there? What kind of shit is that? I don't understand it. I went in, I have a kid myself, and how can I be jealous of something that I created? If she becomes better than me, that is great. Mother, mama, mama, want you to do that's that. That's the objective. That's the objective, you know what I'm saying? But, and, you know, it's it's just, you know, I, I'm just, we, we want to surround ourselves with people, man. I know that, that love us and that can control or contain their jealousy. You know what I'm saying? And there, that's a personal struggle that people have. Some people, again, they balance it very well. Um, other people don't have such a good balance on it. Um, there's some other issues in that, but it's generally people that just don't know how to be happy for somebody else. You know, when if you got a Corvette Ruby, I can go get one too. Yeah, I can help you get one. You know what I'm saying? I, that's all I'm saying. I mean, if shit, if you could get one, I can get one. So it's why am I fucking jealous of you? Let's ride. Let me ride that motherfucker with you. Come on. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come scoop me up. Let's let's ride. Let me roll with you. I can celebrate this shit with you. Let's go have a drink. Celebrate your new whip. That's what I'm talking about. And that's the shit that I did as a friend, but I wasn't getting that in return. It's to people that are not friends to you. That's crazy. That, 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 that's the thing that I found out in life. I can be your friend, but you're not my friend. That's crazy. I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? For a long time, that's, I didn't understand it. And I tried to, and it's like, oh, girl, you probably would never understand it. That's real shit, man. I, I learned that the hard way. It's like, uh, a motherfucker actually told me that shit. Like, I'm not your friend. But you thought we were friends? I'm like, oh, okay, you're not my fucking friend. Oh, what? but I've been your fucking friend. I get it now. Uh, and that shit hurt. Because I thought that he was my friend. But he wasn't my friend. He told me straight up, no, I'm not, I'm not your friend, nigga. Okay. And then well, you I, like getting all personal with this person, and it's like, wow. I just, I'm being me. I'm being genuine. I, I, I like people. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, the reciprocation, you know, is, is friend. You know, we're friends. We're becoming friends or we're friends. And, you know, I'm doing shit as a friend. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm doing favors as a friend. You know, when it comes for you to do a favor for me as a friend, I'm not your friend. You can't do it. Oh, okay. But I'm your friend. I got you. I got you now. Okay. Right. We can fix that shit real quick. Real quick, like, <laughs> like right fucking now. <laughs> you know, I stopped calling everybody my fucking friend. Because you're not my friend. My daddy told me this shit when I was like eight years old. And I asked him, can I go down the street and play with my friends? And the old man looked at me and said, son, you don't have any friends. And if you do have friends, son, you can count them on one hand. Pops wasn't bullshitting. He knew what he was talking about. The shit that I did as a friend, but I wasn't getting that every time. It's to people that are not friends to you. It's crazy. That's that. That's the thing that I found out in life. I can be your friend, but you're not my friend. That's crazy. I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? For a long time, that's, I didn't understand it, and I tried to, and it's like, oh, girl, you probably would never understand it. 
That's real shit, man. I, I learned that the hard way. It's like, uh, a motherfucker actually told me that shit. Like, I'm not your friend. But you thought we were friends? I'm like, oh, okay, you're not my fucking friend. Oh, what? but I've been your fucking friend. I get it now. Uh, and that shit hurt. Because I thought that he was my friend. But he wasn't my friend. He told me straight up, no, I'm not, I'm not your friend, nigga. Okay. And then you, know, you I, like getting all personal with this person, and it's like, wow. I'm just, I'm being me. I'm being genuine. I, I, I like people. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, the reciprocation, you know, is, is friend. You know, we're friends. We're becoming friends or we're friends. And, you know, I'm doing shit as a friend. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm doing favors as a friend. You know, when it comes for you to do a favor for me as a friend, I'm not your friend. You can't do it. Oh, okay. But I'm your friend. I got you. I got you now. Okay. Right. We can fix that shit real quick. Real quick, like, <laughs> like right fucking now. <laughs> you know, I stopped calling everybody my fucking friend. Because you're not my friend. My daddy told me this shit when I was like eight years old. And I asked him, can I go down the street and play with my friends? And the old man looked at me and said, son, you don't have any friends. And if you do have friends, son, you can count them on one hand. Pops wasn't bullshit. He knew what he was talking about. But I made a, I made a choice. I made a choice to expand my, my, my mind and my desire to have more than, you know, the friends that I can count on one hand. And it just get better. You know? And you know what? I um I read this story about this guy, this rapper named Young Melly, Young Molly or something to that extent. And um it was to me it was a sad story. They're saying that he um they saying that he murdered his friends. And these yeah, people yeah, had, yeah has been these people have been his friends since you know the beginning you know since he's been a child and it was i read one blog well i was listening to one blog on youtube that was saying that um those two friends were planning to like get up out the crew and like start their own rap career you know be on their own and yes. he decided to take it upon himself to set them up murder them or something to that extent well, you said that everybody ain't your friend, and here these boys is they living with you, they sharing life with you, they being gene with you, you, you with their families, and all alone, you got murder on your mind to kill them because they want to do something better with themselves or do something outside of you. That's possession. That's jealousy. That's possession. As long as you, you're my friend. As long as you are carrying my flag. Once you start trying to carry your own flag, you ain't my fucking friend no more. And that's exactly what happened. And that's why I'm like, in today's society, love and jealousy go hand in hand. People get that shit confused quick. What for when you was growing up 104 in your time of being a, you know, teenager or a young adult, you know, excuse me, people can distinguish that. And, you know, people could, you know, like you said, control that jealousy or distinguish like, hey, I don't like that nigga like that, but I speak to him cordial and I keep it moving. Nowadays, they're real snakes. They come on up in that come on up in your grass, bite you and kill mm -hmm. you too. Act like you act like they're your friend, you know? You know, they, because they, they have different they have different motives, Ruby. They want 
they, they either you have some you have see it's not either you have something that they fucking want you know you got something they want whether it's your influence with with other people whether it's your you know your connections whether it's your money or the gifts or things you could provide to them or the places that you could turn them on to that they can't get in without you you know they want that kind of shit so that's why they come around and want to connect with you they're really interested in being your friend because when all that shit goes or you say no they won't fuck with you no more that's, that's a, not a friend that's dangerous when I say that it's dangerous that is dangerous that is and dangerous so that's why <clears throat> well, we gotta be careful as, as, as radio personalities as recording artists as business owners as we grow and build our resources and build our networks you know, we got to be careful of who we let into our circle. Got to be very choosy because, you know, you got to be, you got to be careful. Absolutely. got to be, Ruby, they got to be able to bring something to the table for you. They got to be able to help you in some kind of way. They got to be able to add to your life. If they're not adding to your life, they are taking away from it. And that's not what you need. Exactly. And, um... I'm glad I had this topic today because I got a lot of knowledge, uh, a lot of insight on my side, what is somebody else's side. And because I, uh, you know, I get a lot of people like, oh, you need a manager, I need to be on the team, and I want to work with you, da, da, da. and I'm always like really standoffish when it comes to me work. I'm, when, I'm, I'm, when I tell you I'm an artist, I'm sensitive about my shit, I'm sensitive about my shit. I'm very fucking picky about who does my music, who does, you know what I'm saying? I can go just, I can go right now and go in the studio and just lay some shit in there. No, I don't want to do that. Very picky. And, you know, in this industry, in this life, to be like you said, being a radio personality and, you know, being an artist, you have to be careful because, you know, I don't have a team. So I don't have nobody I roll with. I don't have nobody that come, you know, I don't have all that. I'm building all that, of course. Of course, when I started being an artist, uh, the people who said they were definitely want to support my dreams have definitely fell off because they're not quick behind the effort. So it's just me, my uh, my daughter, and my child's father. He, he, he helped me with whatever I need to be helped with. And so um, with that being said, a lot of times I go places by myself and people peep that, you know what I'm saying? And they'll try to slide in or come here with me or go here with me or do this and do that. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Because at the end of the day, you running with a crew and you may not be as ambitious as I, ambitious as I am or prominent as I am. And then I get with you and the genesis starting to kick in because my work ethic is way all over the top. And, and I'm by myself. So you be thinking like, yeah, what this bitch got and I ain't got? I'm gonna lie, and I don't have, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. I've seen so many. Um, I know that it's not good to watch ID channel, but I've seen so many ID channel episodes where people were jealous of people, and it wasn't even what they thought, and they end up killing the person, or end up doing something crazy to the person, and after the person is dead or something happens to the person, they thinking like, damn, all along she was just trying to help me, and that, and that's too late. And jealousy can get, you know, as as I as the old man once told me, a jealous motherfucker key is so a scared one. Jealousy and fear and insecurities go all all hand in hand. So for those of you who are listening, if you got somebody around you that is showing these traits that we've been talking about this whole broadcast, and if you missed the broadcast once again, like I said, you'll be able to follow this up on my YouTube. Um, and I definitely make I definitely make my shows known because I put the description in the box so you'll know what show is what. But um, 
you definitely need to get away from them ease you know a possessive friend a person that's possessive is like hard to get away from you have to ease away from them and when i say that i mean you take your time and ease away from them because i've been in a possessive and jealous relationship and it was supposed to be love but it was and he was like deep trying to fight me trying to beat on me you know what i'm saying and at first i'm like okay well I'm gonna accept it because maybe this is him and I'm trying to understand how to love him. But then after like after like the second time, third time, oh man. Baby girl was fighting back. I took a motherfucking two by four playing and bust that nigga. Hey, I don't wanna put his eye out. His eye was literally his skin really was hanging up on I mean like his eye was really about to pop out. And from that point on he never <laughs> From that point on he never touched me again, he never put his hands on me again. So it was just like if 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 love if I got to do this to love you, I don't need to be with you. I don't need to be with you. I don't need to talk with you. I don't need to be anywhere near you. So if you got somebody in your life that is possessive and aggressive and just it's not love. Like even if it's a friend, even if it's your parent, it's not love. And you be surprised like how can somebody birth you feel that way about you? You be surprised because it's not them. It's the craziest You're shit right. in the world to me, but. It happens, and it is real. It's just happening every day, all day long, man. Well, Randy, I want Mr. Mr. 104. Yes, Mr. 104 in Park is back. Holla. <laughs> man, you know, I'm here, man. I've been I'm working on this. Um, we're just finalizing the, the uh, party in Houston for the book launch on April 20th. So I've been really spending a lot of time on the uh, on the marketing side of this book, man. Just being sure so that people know about it. Is you and a friend that started this book, or you and your wife? No, me and my friend, man. Me and my friend, and he's actually like a brother to me. We grew up together, man. We grew up back in the '80s and '90s together. Uh, grew up in church together, actually, and um, both began to see church from a different perspective and left it and I went on our own personal journeys in life and had some you know dark times in our lives and then we reconnected about maybe about 10 years ago and uh, we've been on this new journey together um, to to change our lives to stop taking limits and that's why the name of the book is called When Life Hands You Limits You Hand It Back because we saw ourselves having we, we saw ourselves in life not having what we wanted not happy with our lives, not happy with our jobs, not happy with nothing around us, just fucking sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so we just started having that statement. When life when life ends your lemons, fuck making lemonade. You hand the motherfuckers back. And it became a saying for us. And then we just started, you know, man, let's, let's put this book together about this concept. So we did, man. And um, it's, it's available right now on Amazon for pre-order. It's only $2.99, and we are giving away. Um, there's a book, there's a soundtrack to the book, so we're going to be giving away two songs and another unpublished book that we have for everybody who purchases who purchases the book on pre-order. So if you take the, you do the pre-order now and just send us, uh, send me a, uh, you know, a, what do you call it, a, uh, a, a picture of the receipt. Just, you know, what do you call it, you snapshot it or whatever you call that shit. Screenshot it, yeah. Send me a screenshot of your receipt. <laughs> he said snapshot it. <laughs> yeah, snapshot it. <laughs> we, yeah, know you, uh, we know you from the old school. Oh, just right. Give me a snapshot of that shit, man. <laughs> and, uh, 
we'll, we'll send you over your two songs, man, and your unpublished ebook, and then you'll get your uh, the book that's coming out April twentieth on the date that it's available. That's dope so, as shit. Uh, I'm gonna have to check that book out. I'm really now that everything is digital. I'm really like a um, a digital book reader. But I'm definitely going to have to check that book out. Yes, yeah, I'm loving it. it. We have got uh, we got three versions of it that'll be available on the twentieth. The the uh, of course the ebook, the paperback version will be available, and then the audio book that'll be available as well. Cool, so, that sounds dope as hell. I'm fucking with it. Yeah, man. I'm fucking with it. Me, uh, you okay. know, you I, you sound like uh Cedric the Cedric the Entertainer when he was uh when his comedy shows he did last year he was like. I thought that nigga said, snatch at me that pussy. He like, snatch at me. I don't want that nigga. You got to snatch it at me. But he, he, but he was really saying Snapchat. Snapchat. That's what I wanted to say, but that's not, I know better than to say that. But I'm like, yeah, no, I don't need to Snapchat me a picture of it. It's a screenshot. It delivers in 24 hours. But yeah, that's time. Yeah, it does. You I don't use that shit, but I got one. I got a Snapchat, Snapchat account. I don't use that shit. Do you have any yeah. shows you want to plug? One hundred four. Any shows you want to plug? Yeah I, yeah, I got a show coming tonight. Show will be on tonight at eight o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on one hundred four WKRB. We will be talking about it. It's funny, but we're talking about love. Is it a decision or is it a feeling? Is love a feeling or a decision? Mm, so, yeah, that, I'm going to have to tune that, in to that. And then you know what? I just set the tone because we're talking about love, jealousy, and possession. And then you're asking is love is a feeling or is it a choice? It, it can be both. I'm going I'm to I'm yeah. say, save my thoughts for the show, but it can be both. <laughs> depends on be, how it you put be. it. depends on how you do it. Yeah, it could be. It could be both. You know what I mean? It's some, for some people, it is both. You know, um, some people will see it as both. Some some other people, you know, they might not see it the same way. They might see it as, hey, it's not a choice. It's just an overwhelming feeling that I couldn't resist. But you know, and I just went with it. There's a difference so, between love and lust now. There you go. See, without all of that, you see what I'm saying? See how, the, see how you keep, we keep turning? It's going to keep turning like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to keep it's turning. Turn it's all that. So yeah. it's just like... So, yeah. You have to, I don't know. It's, I, I, I can't wait for the show. I want to hear what people got to say about it. Do you have any pointers or tips for people that just started their station, like to grow their station? You know, any tips or pointers you may have since you do marketing and things of that nature? Well, I can just tell you what I did, man, and what's been successful for me. Um, when I first started here on, radio, on our station head, I just went into somebody's station, tuned into the station, and, um, they called me up. Somebody called me up on their station and I went on. And then I said, okay, calling people up. Okay, so the next, when I came off of air with them, some people came on my station. I just started calling people up and I started following other people. So I think it's important just to follow other people. If you come on and you got people in your in the box down low, you know, invite them, invite them on. I think it's important to start, because it's interactive radio. That's the whole point. It's interactive radio. There's a few people on here that just play music. I think uh, the number one uh, station on here is he just plays 
I think high, low, low, low-fi music. You know, frequency, high frequency. Uh, you know, four, four hundred thirty-two megahertz type of music. So he gets away with it, but other people actually need to get on and talk and and it's interactive. So I think that's that that's the way to build your station to get people following you. Just to follow them and you know, come on, don't be scared. Just come on and start talking. Yes, you know I love to talk. You know I've been talking so much. My voice had done one a goddamn way, but I'm 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 slightly back. I had to come in and check with my peoples. You know what I'm saying make sure everything is under everything, and I love y'all. Like when I say love, I ain't just. I mean, I actually love to see people doing good, see people doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Love to see people interacting with other people. Like I'm just that type of person. I like to interact. I like to talk. So when. You be like, girl, come on. I'm like, hell yeah, let me goddamn say what I got to say because I got something to say about this. You know, I like, you know, I'm a, I'm a very um optimistic person, very open-minded and things of that nature. So talking is nothing for me. I've been to talk all my life. Well, let me ask you this. What's the deal with your, with your career, your music career, man? I mean, what are you... process of recording a new EP. Um, okay. in the process of getting my beats together and I have my studio equipment but my voice gotta get right for me to go in here and record. I have a home studio. Um, I just bought a new computer that uh, will be able to equip the uh, DAW system that I have so it'll be able to okay. run properly. So I'm working on getting the technical issues together. Once I get the technical issues together um, which will be in about another week, I'm definitely going to get my um definitely want to get my music back started but you know i've been pushing crush thing and you know i want to be i've been pushing that because you know you're really supposed to push a single for a year at least two years you're really supposed to push a single that long so i'm pushing my single i'm pushing i'm pushing i'm pushing it i'm gonna have to, i put some promotion behind it last year earlier like last year sometime i'm gonna put some more promotion behind it um, and it's just a matter of being an artist, getting on budget, having a budget. You know, life hits you sometime, but you got to stay on track. And like you said, when life gives you lemons, get on motherfuckers back. I usually will make lemonade, but hey, this time I might throw them back. Can't make no lemonade, man. Fuck that shit. That's not what you want. <laughs> so, it's okay if you want lemonade or if you want lemons, but if that's not what you want, get that shit back and demand what you want. Life, right. life has to it has to deliver. It's the world is designed to serve you. That's right. That's why I say make the world conform to you. Don't conform to the world. That's one of the things I always yeah. say. Make the people come to you. You don't as a as a person of stature and standards and this thing. Even as, just as a human being, period. You make the people come to you. You don't go to the people. When you go to the people, you won't be heard. When when they come to you, they hear you all the time. Absolutely. That's what I always what, say. What door are you are you using? I'm using uh, Pro Tools. Pro Tools, what version? Um, I, well, my interface came with the free version, but I'm upgrading to the, uh, I don't, I think it's the Pro. Yeah, eight. The Pro what, version. What you got right now, is it eight? Huh? Well, you got Pro Tools 8 or what, 10? I don't know. I have to go back in and look. I'm not sure because I haven't even been on it. I just know I need to update okay. my system because uh, 
the free the free uh DOS system that came with it. They gave me two. They gave me Ableton Live, which I found was very difficult to work, so I didn't do that. So I chose Pro Tools. Pro Tools is a little more easy to work. I can record, I can cut, cut, you know, it's a little more simpler for me. So that's why I chose Pro Tools. Now I have to go back in and see which version is available, but I'm definitely getting the one where I can record multiple, 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 multiple tracks and be able to send my WAV files out to my um engineer. Good morning, Butterfly Kisses. So you just tracking, you just cutting the tracks at the house, tracking vocals. Yeah, I'm just doing my somebody, vocals. Somebody else tracks. mixing for you. And somebody else going to mix and master my head. Okay. All right. And then now, so now I'm asking you questions for a reason. I'm, uh, which you in terms of your EP, um, you, you got everything you need musically or are you still looking for us? Well, I have some hit? beats that I leased last year. Um, that I'm gonna do, I'm gonna work on, I'm gonna do them because I bought it's like I, you know, what I'm saying, at least I'm like, dang, I ain't even use them. And then it's like, well, I looked up the whole lease thing and you know, I get it. So the next EP, I won't do that, but because I've already did this and songs I already wrote to that EP, then I'm gonna already do that. You did what now? I said I leased some beats last year and I haven't right. used them. So what I'm gonna do, I, I looked up the leasing the beat situation and how that can go. It's a pro and a con to it. Um, there, is no, uh, there is no pro and con to it. Well, it is. Basically, it is what it is. So, I... No, no, let, me, let me give you some information, Ruby, that's going to help you with this. Okay. You talk about leasing beats. You have a law that's called the Copyright Act of 1976. Anytime you get permission to write to somebody else's music and you write lyrics to somebody else's music that is your song with that person who wrote the music by law there's nothing that they can do by law to stop you from putting that song out because it now becomes a it's married by law, and there's no way to there's no way to divorce the lyrics from the music, because you got permission, because you fucking paid for permission, if you paid for the lease, right? So that contract that they gave you, that lease contract is null and void, and it's it's um it's topped by the 1976 copyright law. So that's good news. So when you lease other people's beats and you write to them. That becomes your song with that person who did it. So you and that person who did the music become 50-50 owners. 50-50 copyright owners. Copyright of 1976? Yep. See, I looked that's up some stuff. I looked up some stuff, and um, it was basically saying exactly what she was saying, but then the guy, he started giving out the pros and cons, and I'm like... No, nah, you don't know. If he understood, Ruby, I'm just, I'm just telling. I hate to interrupt you, but these guys that do that shit, they don't understand what they're doing. They don't know the law because if they knew the law, they wouldn't be putting their beats out there and leasing them like that. That's right. And because so you know what? I actually asked, you know, and then you know what? I went back and I went and I emailed all the producers and I asked, you know, the people that made these and I asked them, and they really couldn't give me an answer. So I'm like, okay, bingo, boom, I got you. So. I'm telling you the law. They, they, fuck them. I'm telling you the law. You pay if you pay a lease, even if you didn't pay Ruby and I send you a track and you write lyrics to it, that's my song and your song together. Period. 
I, I sent it to you. That's the only way you could have gotten it. So I gave you permission. And you wrote the lyrics to it. That's our song. There's nothing I can do about you putting that song out. I can be mad if I want to. As long as you give me credit for being co-writer with you, we, we both wrote the song together. Boom, we're good. So anybody that you, if you, especially if you paid for the lease and they gave, they sent you the damn track and you write lyrics to it, that's your song with them. You and them own that song. You don't ever have to pay them another dime other than from for royalties from the sales of that song. Mm, that's some knowledge right there. Thank you for that. I needed that because I was a little worried about that. I was like, yeah. You, you ain't got to worry about that. I'm telling you, you ain't got to worry. You, ain't, you don't have to. You don't have to buy the the stems, it, the the, uh, the master track. You don't have to do none of that shit if you don't want to. All you got to do is pay for the lease like you did. You paid for the lease. They gave you the track. There is no leasing agreement honored by the copyright law of 1976 which says that you wrote the lyrics to this music, then you turned around and published it by putting it out. That's, that's a rap. That's a done deal. That's a song. And they can't deny permission because it's, it's a done deal. And nothing to talk about. Nothing to argue over. Just pay them. Give them their, give them their credit. And if you make money on the, with the record, pay them their royalties. Period. That's it. Point blank. That's, that's the law. There's nothing to argue about. They, if they don't understand that, they need to study the law. They need to understand publishing. And they need to understand copyright law because they don't understand it. Because if they did understand it, they would not put their songs out there like that. Because they're selling the same track that they gave you. A hundred other people can download that same track and have it and put it on their mixtape. Yeah, they can. You see what I'm saying? So what does that do for you? How does that help you? Yeah. That doesn't help you because you got a hundred other people out there with the same track. So the only way to distinguish that is for you to put that motherfucking shit out, make it publicly known. File your copyright. And if you hear it and somebody else has got it, sue their ass because they don't know the law. Sue them. You can stop the person who... who actually put the track out to begin with from leasing the track to anybody else they gotta stop because now it's your song and their song you can't do that anymore they got if he get paid for it he gotta pay you for it now that's my point so if he keeps sending that song up before I put it out then like like for uh, Crush Thing if somebody else did that music and you paid the lease on that and now you put that shit out and it's already out now and if he keeps selling that track he's supposed to be paying you Yep, that was exclusive. Because, that was exclusive uh, beat. Well, well, then he can't feel that if he was if he was continuing to lease that beat. So my point is that once you get these songs, you lease them, and you record them and you put them out, the person who leased them to you, they should not be leasing that track out to anybody else, because now that's a violation of copyright law, because they're supposed to be paying you, because that's now your music and his music. You see how that works. Yeah. It's not just his music anymore. It's a song. It's a whole song. So it's both of y'all shit. <laughs> That's 100. I, I appreciate those jewels. I really do appreciate you coming by dropping. Dude, you always rock knowledge musically. Uh, you very influential. I appreciate that because I was thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, well, let me, you know, 
I'm just going to figure it out along the way and, you know, go through the whole process. You know what I'm saying? But I thank you for that. I'm definitely going to take heed. I definitely wrote that down and I'm going to look up more information about that copyright. So, excuse me, I can add that in my notes and in my in my um, array of learning music. That'll be one of the things I put in my array of learning, in my music learning file, as I would say. So, I've been learning a lot of different things about the business and things of that nature. So, I appreciate you for that. Yes, ma'am. What about your songwriting organization? Are you are you registered with ASCAP or BMI already? Yeah, I got all that together. Only thing yeah. I need to do is uh, register my publishing company and trademark my name. Those are the last two things I got to do. But I, I um, I'm registered with BMI. And okay. All that. Good deal. Yep. Good. I'm working on getting my because uh, I'm noticing now. Hey, you gave me a list of different uh, distributors I can do, and I noticed with TuneCore. They just put your stuff out there, so I have to go to each and different. Like I gotta go to Apple Music and create my profile. I just create, I just uh, revise my profile for Spotify. You know, when people click on my name and have a bio and a picture and stuff like that. So I'm working on going to different sites and getting my bios and things together. I'm also working on a website, so I got like a lot of little stuff I'm doing that's gonna, you know, put me in a certain realm in my music career. Well, um. Yeah, you, you should do that, man. I, I think um, when you're independent artist and, and you work in a nine to five, and, and or you you whatever your financial situation is, um, it's definitely going to take some money, Ruby, to go to the next level. And it's not a lot of money, but it's going to take some money. And that's one thing independent artists certainly have to begin to understand that at some point in time you got to pay for your fifteen minutes of fame. Okay. I took my tax money and invested. Like, okay, I look, girl. I'm, I like. I was like, you know what, girl? You should be tired of getting your tax money and I see it. And so, what you need to do is take your tax money, invest into your business, invest into your your brand, yourself, your name, you know, and get some shit done. Well, I want you to think about something, Ruby. As you as you press forward in investing and spending your personal money out of your pocket, I want you to consider what what you're investing it in in terms of your, your career how you're investing and how you're using it right we want we want exposure right? we want exposure for Ruby we want exposure you need exposure to a different audience outside of your Facebook friends and Twitter friends you feel me yeah and, and um, there's there's one company I may have told you about it before but there's one particular company. It's called Starlight PR. You ever heard of them before? No, I've never heard of them. Starlight PR. They what they do is they basically and there's a lot of major artists that use a lot of major independent a lot of independent artists. What they what they do is they formalize they put together campaigns for independent artists and they start out at five hundred dollars. It's the smallest package and this package is called a starter package or in, in, uh, introduction package because it introduces you supposedly to a another level of fans, right? On a on a whole another level. We're talking about radio interviews, magazine, um, online interviews, different vehicles that they put you in to expose you. So you you pay for your fifteen minutes of fame, and once you get this fifteen minutes of fame, as long as your product is great and you capitalize on this 15 minutes of fame, you're good to go. And then you use the money that you pay, that you make from that 15 minutes of fame 
to level up to the next package for the next round of marketing. And I'm saying this to you because once you get past the creative side, because you're your own boss, and once you finish doing all the producing and creating and album covers and all that's done, now, Ruby, somebody somebody got to sell this music. Yep. And most record companies have a marketing department. Marketing and sales, they all go together. And they, once they finish with the production, they turn that shit over to the marketing and sales department. And these people start putting together a plan to go out and position this music for sale. So that's when, that's when you got to take your hat off, your, your creative hat off, and put on your marketing hat and outsource it. Don't do it yourself. Thank you for that. I was looking because I was yeah. like, I've been, um, I've been researching like different PR companies to go with different PR firms. I've been looking on Instagram. I've been researching on Google. You know, different things for independent artists. And I stumbled across a few things. But you know, as an artist, you kind of be kind of skeptical to invest your money in certain things because you don't want to get scammed or bamboozled or things of that nature. So I'm glad you gave me this because I was looking into that because I'm, I'm like you said, I'm in the creative side right now. But I'm trying, I want to plan for when I'm done with the creative side. I want to already have my PR firm together. I already had to get together. So I just, boom, cash out and then boom, we're on the, we're on the roll. Yes, ma'am. I, I want to um, I wanna throw this out there to you. Um, and I don't usually, generally do this. I don't like uh, um, putting it out there like that. But um, what I believe in for artists these days, I don't believe an artist needs a manager. Right, especially from an independent perspective, but I do I do believe that independent artists need a consultation team, team of people that they sit down and consult with. So nobody who's running your career per se, but people you sit down with and talk about ideas and generate ideas to help your career go to the next level. Right. So uh, I don't know. Do you have a team like that? I actually don't have a team. Okay. So I'm, I'm offering you the opportunity to consult with you uh, on, on, right, at a no-charge basis just for you, right? Okay. So when you, when you find yourself um, ready to go to the next level or trying to make some moves, you want to know, you know, you need to sit down and consult with your team, man. And when you don't have a team, it makes it difficult to make certain decisions. You know, it's always good to have somebody to bounce ideas off of. So feel free to pick up the phone, shoot me a message, ask me some questions. Uh, let's see if we can get a nice little consultation relationship working that could be effective for your career, man. Because I, I, think, I think we can help you um, not make certain mistakes that I've made and other independent artists are currently making. Especially that sounds good to me. It sounds good I've seen, seen your post. You, you, you're serious about what you do. You know what I mean? You're serious about your career. I saw you you, you fucked with, uh, with Energy God. I'm, you know, I see things. And and um, that, that type of stuff tells me something about the work ethic and the drive of an artist. And so that's why I'm saying to you, um, you know, I'm not trying to be your manager or anything like that. I have no desire, no time, none of that. I don't want to manage anybody's career. But I think from a consulting standpoint, it serves the same purpose. Okay. 
Yes, I'm definitely, I'm definitely rocking with that. I'm definitely rocking with that. Randy, I want to thank you. I'm going to hit you in your inbox. Um, my show is officially over because I only do an hour and a half. And I got to go drink me some tea because my voice started to crack a little bit. So I want to thank you for tuning in. I appreciate those jewels. I'm, right now, as soon as we get off here, I'm going to hit your inbox. And we're going to shine jumpers and go from there. And, you know, as I always say, tell the truth, even when no one is listening, because somebody hear your ass. Life is too short, so have for some of the time. And as Mr. 104, a.k.a. Randy Hannah say, when life hang you livings, you get them motherfuckers back. Y'all make sure y'all go get that book. Check that out. Once again, it's your girl, Ruby Ju. And I appreciate all the love and support. Let's get into it to my theme song. Gonna ride out to my theme song. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful day. You too, Thank you. Thank you. Bye, bye. I ain't never been in touch with running when it's hard. Go hard for my dog, don't get left in the mud. I ain't never been in touch with dying down from none. Cause cars I can show them so much pain, I've been holding it. I ain't never been afraid to say how I feel when my heart on my sleeve. You know I keep it real, yeah. I ain't never been afraid to do the right thing. Put that on everything. Got some queens that look up to me. Please believe in me, like I believe in you. Try deceiving me, but I can see right through. Listen to your heart, and you can see the truth. Don't let anyone ever try to tell you you ain't beautiful. Intelligent, you have said. Every day becoming better than you ever been. I ain't never been the type to run with a crowd. Following they must die. Want my mom to be proud, yeah. I ain't never been afraid to take a risk and roll the dice. If I lose or was, I can make it back twice. I want you to let go of your insecurity and fears. Believe in yourself, it's cool to shed some tears. I ain't never been the type to run when it's hard. Go hard for my dog, don't get left in the mud. No. I ain't never been the type to back down from none. Got scars I can show them, so much pain I've been holding it. I ain't never been afraid to say how I feel with my heart on my sleeve. You know I keep it real, yeah. I ain't never been afraid to do the right thing. Put that on everything. Got some queens that look up to me. It ain't another me. I'm one of a kind, and they got love for me. Can't block my shine. I can show so much pain I've been holding it. I ain't never been afraid to say how 